Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, September 28th, 2015. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. So did you guys see the supermoon lunar eclipse last night? Um, big stuff, big stuff. The last time it showed up was 1982, and... It was in between my freshman and sophomore year in high school. Holy crap, have things changed <laughs> between then and now. I saw it right when it started, when the eclipse started to happen, about 9.15 or so p.m. Eastern Time. But by the time we got all the way to the full eclipse and the orange part, the blood moon part and everything, there were just so many clouds here in Ohio, I couldn't see a damn thing. I was pissed. I'm not going to lie. I really wanted to see it because the next one doesn't come around until 2033 and it's 18 years from now and who knows where Kyle and I will be living. I mean, I assume, at least I, I pray, that him and I are not living in the same house. I'm hoping he lives someplace else in the world than, than with me. Um, so I was thinking this is probably the only time we get a chance to see this particular uh, eclipse together. But didn't happen. We saw the very beginning and that was that. So... Um, for those of you who have, um, donated to Miss Daisy's Vet Fund, thank you very much. It's still up because she still needs to go. <laughs> I still need a little more money before I can get her there. Uh, Miss Daisy, in case you didn't know, was the 16, 17-year-old cat somebody dumped on my porch. Uh, she is completely deaf, really can't see. Um, she has arthritis. Her fur's all, you know, clumped and matted as they get when they get older. Um, she's very skinny, but she eats all the time. That tells me, A, it's either a thyroid or B, she's got diabetes. Um, so she really needs to get in. And when she meows, I swear, hand to God, hand to goddess, whatever you want to say, she sounds exactly like Darren. Exactly. I about fell over when she meowed at me the other day. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, this, this, this Miss Daisy thing, that's all Darren. I know it. I know he he somehow guided whomever to drop her off at my house. Um, so Miss Daisy and her link is down in the show notes. Now we also have Go With The Flow. It's the monthly grid. Hey, if you were in last night's intention grid, it was happening here for Go With The Flow. Um, the intention grids are pretty cool. What happens is uh, everyone tells me what their intention is for the grid, what they want to manifest some say peace, some want love, some want to eliminate death, or dip, not dip, not death either. <laughs> debt, debt, that's the word I'm looking for. Because um, you want to eliminate death. God, could you imagine? That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Um, some want to increase their money. Some want to find a new job, you know, but whatever they want, I write it down and I do a grid on my fireplace mantle which is directly across from me. And then depending on how I'm called upon it, I rearrange the stones and candles um, by how I'm led to do. So, which is what I did last night. And it was pretty powerful, you know, in, in conjunction with the moon and the eclipse. Um, so I do two of those a month, one for the full, one for the new. Um, every once in a while we have those blue moons, of course. So there's three grids in one month. Uh, we do uh, hang with card readings. I do that... Um, one, two, three, four, four times a month. 
and what happens is yours truly is on video god forbid and the go with the flow members throw out their questions for the oracle cards and i draw cards and i answer them so that's we have fun doing that we have the weekly outlook the flash bells the energy exercises it's fun and it costs four dollars and 95 cents to join yeah not a whole lot and you get a whole lot for four dollars and 95 cents <laughs> trust me you can quit anytime um, the URL to go with the flow is also in the show notes. And I have, I, I need to sneeze, but I won't sneeze. You know how you can feel that building up? That's just rude. <coughs> I still have my cough, though. My God. It's right there. Oh, I hope I don't sneeze. No, I don't want to sneeze. I just want the, the feeling to go away. So, um, what's going on with me? We'll fill you in. Uh, just a little bit. Uh, long story short, I had a Hail Mary to try to save the house. And all my ex-husband had to do was fill out modification loan paperwork because the way this goes and why I have such a difficult time with all of this is his name alone is on the mortgage loan. My name alone is on the deed to the house. So anything to try to save the house that has to do with money, mortgage, whatnot, my hands are tied. It's all up to him. And so I approached him, you know, one, one last effort. Let's hey, let's go. Let's do a mod, modification loan. Even if you're turned down, <laughs> it'll buy me time. So him being him and in normal fashion, because um, he loves to dangle this house over my head, a form of, I would say, emotional abuse. Uh, he said no. And I said, do you realize your son and I will be homeless? And he says, not my problem. I said, okay, let me say this again. Do you realize your son, the best thing that's ever happened to you ever is going to be homeless? He looked at me again and he said, not my problem. Now, when he did that, I felt, I I literally felt a switch flip inside of me and if I'm glad I don't own a gun because I would have shot him and I'm also glad that I did not have anything heavy around me like a large limb or possibly a baseball bat because I would have smashed his head in I'm not gonna lie that's how angry I was not at not because of he doesn't care if I'm homeless I, I know he could care less about me except the fact he likes to torture me. I know he doesn't care about that, but the fact that he said that about his son, that is what angered me greatly, greatly. You know, to me, I mean, my kid's the best thing in the world that's ever happened to me. You know, he's the love of my life. And to hear his dad say that, wow. And what makes it all worse makes everything even worse than that is if you know you know I don't have air conditioning my windows were all open and my son was sitting right there I'm sorry and he heard his dad say he didn't care no kid should ever hear that no kid should ever hear that one or both of their parents do not care. They should never hear that. Never. 
it's it's not fair to them. They didn't ask to be brought into this world. They didn't ask for the parents they got. And they sure as hell don't ask for that. So, the kid and I, and Miss Daisy, and the rest of uh, the little, little creatures with fur I've got here, we're all stuck between rock and a hard place. And, uh, yeah. That's what's going on in the world of Allie. Huh. Now, in the midst of the world of Allie, and with, I'd say, 85% of the people I know, at least, (laughs) 85% of the people I know, change is happening. And with the supermoon lunar eclipse last night, uh, that is a big thing with uh, change. It pushes change. It it, it shoves it in your face. (laughs) And if you close your eyes and you don't want to look at it, then it goes behind your back. But come hell or high water, change is going to happen. So what do you do? You know, really, how do you thrive during change? Now, obviously, I'm not talking about the kind of change that you find in your couch cushions. Although, I like that kind of change. But, you know, the change that happens to all of us. There are very few people, very few, (laughs) that I've ever met in my life who actually thrive on change. Most people just try to survive it. But change happens. It does. Whether we want it or not, whether we ask for it or if it was shoved upon us, whether it's obvious or not, change happens. And I'm pretty sure it's where the saying shit happens came about. Because you you can't get out of change. And quite frankly, you can't get out of shit. We all got it. (laughs) We've all got it and we, we all get rid of it. But it happens. You know? So... How do you thrive during change as opposed to just surviving it? Because as a Taurus, you know, the, the, the biggest thing with Taurus, besides our loyalty and the fact that we love deeply, and we like nice things. And we like to have a sense of security, that foundation. Um, and with the security and the foundation, we have a routine. So change messes at least the earth-based signs like us Taurus people um considerably so usually we're we're one of the ones that like to we survive it (laughs) very rarely do we thrive upon it but with this change I don't want to just survive what's happening to me and to my son and to our animals I can't just survive it this time I'm 48 years old I don't want to survive I want to thrive. And I'm sure you do too. Most people, like the 85% I know who's, that change is happening, are tired of surviving. I mean, granted, we're grateful, we're appreciative to make things, to make it through things, but we want to live, we want to thrive. We want to have that zing back, correct? So there's three things that I've found over the years that you can do to thrive during change. One, and this is very, very important, Realize there's nothing you can do to stop the change. You can never stop it. Ever. It will always, change will always, always happen. Death, change are two things you can never stop. Someday we're all going to die and change happens all the time, right? 
Right. So number one, realize there's nothing you can do to stop it. Okay. Two, if change isn't obvious, realize it's going on behind the scenes. Nothing in life is stationary. Nothing. We're all fluid. We're all, you know, I always think of life as the flux capacitor from, um, you know, uh, Back to the Future and the DeLorean. The flux capacitor. We're always in motion. Things are always in motion. We always seem to be in forks in the road. Correct? Correct. So you have to realize that even though it's not obvious to you that change is happening, Change is ha- that that's when your eyes are kind of closed. It's happening behind the scenes. Change is going on. I can't 100% guarantee that change is going on, even if you can't see it. It is happening. 100%. Okay? And the third thing you can do is you can trust your inner guidance, which I know is much easier said than done. As you try to navigate the change, your soul will show you what direction to go in. But you have to pay attention. Again, we use yours truly <laughs> as an example. You know, obviously, change is happening. And my soul is directing me towards writing and doing lots of writing, not just writing um, books or screenplays or whatnot, but, but writing for people. And going away from doing coaching and readings, that that is a been there, done that type of thing, and the, that door is closing. Um, Ask Allie will stay because I happen to like doing this, and um, Go With The Flow will also stay. Those two things, my soul said, keep it around. So they are. Everything else, I'm about 98% sure I'm going to shut down. Um, out-of-body ox- out ecstasy will stay because I think it's important for people to understand telepathic treatment astral sex, so that's going to stay there. But my soul has been guiding me and, you know, it, I've been forced to pay attention. It's one of the things, the three things I've learned, which I'm telling you guys, that I have to offer writing services, copywriting for sex and romance business, for metaphysical businesses, for alternative health, you know, for healing. Um, I know what to do in those things. I'm pretty good at it. So I'm going to offer those type of services. And also interesting enough that when Mercury goes direct, um, something else, my, my soul keeps tugging me towards, and I, I honestly, I keep um, saying, no, I don't think it's a good idea. But the soul's like, uh, heck yeah, it's a good idea. Um, the whole house thing, you know, it's, it is used as emotional torture to me all the time. It's, it's the dangle. It's, it's the thing that... Uh, if the house is gone, we we literally have we have no place to go, and I, I can't I can't stress that enough. So the house and and whatnot it's always it's always being used as leverage. It's emotional torture. So the the soul is leaning me towards starting some sort of like I don't know GoFundMe campaign. Um, to get back at my ex, not to get back, but I, I, don't, I don't know how they want me to put it, um, to buy the house outright so that uh, the emotional uh, torture is no longer. You know, because uh, 
he wants nothing more in life um, than to see me fail miserably and come groveling, groveling and begging. I'm not quite sure what he would do with it, but um, he had to have been there the other day, but I, that's what he wants. It's not in my nature. I can't, I don't grovel. Um, <laughs> I just don't. So it's suggesting, you know, if, if you've been, you know, stabbed in the back by an ex and really who hasn't, donate a buck. You know, if you donate a buck to the house cause, eventually there'll be enough bucks that uh, I'll be able to buy the house outright, what's, what's on the, the loans. And, um, you know, I'll pay off both loans and the house will be mine. There you go. He's out of the picture completely. No more emotional torture or blackmail. I happen to like that idea. But um, I'm having a problem kind of doing it just because when I don't, I like asking money for Miss Daisy is fine. But asking money for me, I don't, I don't feel right doing it. I don't know. It's the whole ego pride thing, I'm sure of it, that has the problem. And the soul probably doesn't. But anyways, um, I have to learn to trust my inner guidance, just like you do yours, in order to help me thrive during this change. My soul is telling me what needs to be done. And in order to thrive, as opposed to just survive, I have to heed what my soul is saying and go forth and do what it's telling me to do. Okay? So again, the three things. Uh, one, realize there's nothing you can do to stop it. Change will happen. Two, if the change isn't obvious, realize that it's going on behind the scenes. Nothing in life is stationary. Think of everything as the flux capacitor from back to the future. And three, trust your inner guidance. If you try to, When you try to navigate the change, your soul will show you what direction to go in. But you've got to pay attention. And I should add, not only do you have to pay attention, but then you have to take action. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> Anyways, the whole holistic item of the week, you know, with all this change and the nerves on end, and there's so many people I know who just are just up in the air about everything. And amethyst. And I've mentioned amethyst so many times before on the Ask Alley podcast. I know I have. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a standard thing. But the amethyst helps considerably with your nerves and with anxiety and with depression, which all happen when change is thrust upon us. You know, when change is thrust upon you and you have to pivot. Again, think of Ross from Friends. You must pivot. (laughs) But the amethyst will help. I mean, the, the energy for the amethyst is receptive. The planet it helps out are Jupiter and Neptune. The element is water, which is emotions, correct? You know, it um, it helps with dreams and over, overcoming alcoholism, which a lot of people drink just because to dull the nerves so they don't have to deal with the change that's in front of them. Um, healing, psychic peace, love, protection, courage, which you need to during times of change, and happiness. It is a fantastic stone. You can never, ever have enough amethyst in your house. If, if, 
people were to tell you to get one stone, you could only afford one stone and one stone only, amethyst would be it. That is your go-to stone. It should be everyone's go-to stone. And it does help that it's, you know, a quartz. So it does amplify energy. But it also soothes it out. All right, guys. Um, well, I've been doing this now for about 20 minutes. I think I'm done. I appreciate the fact that you actually listened through here and uh, through my sobbing in the background over there. Um, I'm getting really tired of being upset and um, I'm just tired of it. I I don't like being upset. It doesn't do me any good. Um, it doesn't do, it doesn't do anybody any good actually. So next week, it's a whole, next week's a whole new month. It's October and, um, the foreclosure procedures will, would have already started. So, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll let you know what's happening next Monday. I can't promise I won't cry, <laughs> but, uh, I'll do my best not to. So thank you for joining me for Ask Allie. If you like this podcast, please rate it on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You guys have yourself an absolutely fantastic week, and I'll see you next month. Take care. Bye-bye.